0: We put the F back in wrestling. Elbow drops and lariats from the top rope, you can't cope. Effin' Wrestling Podcast in the house Now that's dope Star and Summer slam, all roll into one Drop kick, sleeper hoes, one, two, three, done Whole mice like Mean Jean Gene and Gordon Soli I'm Ricky the Dragon Steamboat with that Crockett Trophy So listen closely as we approach the final hour in an instant Hands raised, crowds phase. without the time limit and Wrestling Podcast with that ultimate finish Suplex, now you're in it Yes! gentlemen enjoy
1: the show let's go um, so yeah man. so yeah th- um, um, so
2: on the subject because you, you, you didn't want me to mention it but as i kind of said it with a groan earlier right so in a way wwe is back to doing shows with audiences mm-hmm. with the thunder Thunderdome baby and i am a fan of it I think it's neat. My favorite. So here's my thing. So let's. I want to get off subject. I want to stay on its name. Okay. Because I really like the fact that Vince McMahon always steals from movies mm-hmm. that he has not watched.
1: How do you know he so, hasn't watched it?
2: Or like, let's say he hasn't watched it, but he's just now getting around. Ah, Thunderdome. That's a cool concept. Because when did when did Mad Max and the Thunderdome come out? That's like Good. early '90s. So just think about that. And like, we're now at something. Like, all right, cool. Thund- Thunderdome.
1: I mean, he's probably he's probably just waiting on a moment to be
0: able to use it. Because so when he, oh he had when, this like oh he had this idea he's been waiting in like, like, oh oh I got my rare steak and uh, my coffee that's just black no creamer and uh, Thunderdome I remember after and that's all Mad Max and uh, and all that and happening and uh, I've been sitting on this idea for years. Uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna break into right, and all
2: Yeah, we're gonna get thunders. Linda, Linda, wake up. Linda, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> In okay, years from now uh, uh, alright Linda years from now there's gonna be this there's gonna be this technology where we're just gonna be able to pipe people in yeah. and it's really gonna <laughs> backfire because we're gonna see all these signs that say fire velveteen dream and oh, wow. people falling asleep crazy. and people like showing photos of um, Chris Benoit and yeah, much nah. much worse yeah, it's because you think crazy. you can control that stuff and you can't
1: no nah, you can't but so like just being from a, uh, uh, you know we work we work for a TV station yeah we, you know Work for a TV session and the production side of it every, you everything and don't um, need go so into details. From, that, from that standpoint of it I totally respect it because man could you, you know how many monitors like could you imagine how hard and how intricate it is to set oh no
2: absolutely dude I mean you mentioned how and uh, just being the
1: director punching as a director I mean, yeah you've you given me a I new love, appreciation for the making of it.
2: wrestling what goes into how it you it never see a, you never see you the cameraman that w- like, that's best. like one of those I things you never see a cameraman they're like the ninjas of the wrestling world they're just hopping around, swinging around, <laughs> and WWE they're all, and if the you catch movie. them, it, like they almost know it. They almost pop up and go, "I'm, right. I'm in the shot," and they roll right.
1: and then they'll duck or roll, and right. they will break, they, they, they they press their the elevator neck button. Like, no. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. But yeah, they it's they do concert. everything. You pointed they that out to me years ago, it. man. And
2: now, I, now I watch it. And it's one of those things I'm always want to give um, AEW mm-hmm. just a little bit of the uh, li- little bit of the crap for uh, of going, man, your camera people are always in the shot. Yeah, but. It makes them look different. Yeah, true. And true. that's
1: good. I mean, that's kind of old old school, also. You know, oh, yeah, you know, very I mean, much so. It was only WWE no w- that yeah, no one. no one really thought about like hiding, yeah. you know, your your
2: camera crew. It was only if anything, w- it made w- it feel more w- real. W- you know, you always right. see all that in like real sports. Yeah, yeah. Or oh, I don't know what I mean by real sports, but you know, I feel you. The football players and the basketball.
1: The football players. Well yeah, man, so yeah, that was a good good place to start off the show. Um again, if you don't know who you listen to, I'm Jr. Quitman. And
2: this is Chase Harrison. And we
1: combined, we we form With Wrestling. wrestling. When, when our powers combine, we our form a podcast combine. of wrestling by yes.
2: fans for the fans. Exactly.
1: Exactly. So, now, um, yeah. <clears throat> so from that from that part, from that standoff start off point, sorry if I could get my shit together. Um, shit this week, it. So we started off We've done a list of our favorite male yeah. Favorite female Favorite tag team wrestler that's This kind week of our, we, um, yeah. we decided to do managers
2: Because I love it I just, In wrestling The manager is just as much of a character Who's so far away from the ring mm-hmm. That's right there telling the story I mean they can be the mouthpiece For a talent that Has all the ability in ring right. But can't really sell a character Outside mm-hmm. of it or on the mic Right. Uh, we'll get into that as on. I don't mean, need to throw any examples <clears throat> just yeah, yet. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to ruin probably who right. some of us are talking about. Because no, I mean, we come in with a secret. I, I don't know who you've brought in to talk about. And you don't know who I've brought in exactly, to talk about. Exactly. And it's usually this competition where he thinks he's going to find the better ones. Or I think I'm going to at least entertain him with some neat little trivia and knowledge that I've picked up on my, on right. my studies.
1: Right. And no. um. And that's what's good about it. Again, we we come in at completely blind. Completely mm. blind. We come in with the idea of the topic, but we don't know And who that's the cool thing, man. We're them. learning we we're we're
2: learning learn just them. as much uh with you guys. I mean, that's we <clears> know <throat> the names and we know the years and we know what we're we, we like in the years what we watched, but we had years where we didn't. Right. Uh, there was a long stretch like the sad thing is uh characters like Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, man. Sure. We know them yeah. of like reputation right. and have gone back and watched matches, but while they were like really doing their <clears> thing and headlining, we I weren't never,
1: into it. I never saw a match with CM Punk.
2: Same. Until, until, I went back and watched Until a lot. I, went back and I and And watched. I was able to go, hey, I, I had the benefit of going, so this is a top ten match, uh mm-hmm. list of his best matches. Mm-hmm. Neat. I'll just go watch these ten. Instead of having to follow a yeah. plot line yeah. or see it kind of rise and fall, I was able to kind of cheat. Um, yeah. so power, there, so of man. power of technology. Power technology. Man, we're We're very lucky so with that. So And that's one thing that benefits with <clears> the podcast <throat> is we're able to sit there and... Learn. Um, I've gotten into the Indies, man. That is like the one thing yeah. I That's am what like I'm wanting to so bad, dude. I, I have rabbit a rabbit hole into that. Sure. Uh, MLW has yeah. just like, yeah. fascinates the hell out of me. Yeah. I've gone back and watched like the first uh, six episodes of Fusion, and just like the matches you have, Pentac- you have, have Pentagon, Pentagon down down there with his brother Ray Phoenix, and they That's are just crazy. bashing the hell out of each other, just putting on some <clears> insane matches. Yeah. Um, ACH, dude. Uh, who he's was, a talent, dude. I, didn't, dude really, I talent, didn't really, I didn't like see man. a lot of stuff as Jordan Miles in NXT. Yeah. Uh, I
1: mean, you could see his athleticism and shit like that in dude, NXT. What he puts on the man, first dude,
2: match on he put, he uh, on, go, on yeah. MLL Fusion is him versus Austin Aries, and yeah. I'm quite a fan of Austin Aries. Like, the guy has all the skill. He's a super like technician. He has the last chancery, which I think is one of my favorite submission moves. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a he's a guy on the smaller scale of height. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't stop him from still being that world title badass. I mean, they they really missed out on a strong talent with him in WWE, not letting him oh. take the Cruiserweight title it's sometime from Neville. I mean, that yeah. whole series that they did of Neville versus Austin mm-hmm. Aries mm-hmm. is God, one yeah. of my favorites when I was really getting back into WWE and really watching it more uh, more hardcore. So I was following Austin Aries from when he signed with NXT. Because mm-hmm. that was my real bread and butter for wrestling when I got back into it. Yeah if NXT featured it because I love the idea of this like we're the they felt like Empire Records <laughs> you, you know the movie Empire I Records I know the movie yeah 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 it's this like it's that Empire Records sums up that perfect idea of like we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna save the rec center mm-hmm. it's like 90s it just features a bunch of really cool 90s yeah. movies uh, music it was shot here see in, for you for, shot see, here in Wilmington
1: right that's right. neat see for you spoiler alert you're a white dude spoiler alert I'm a black dude that movie for you, yeah. In uh, in my in our community is uh, called uh, Breaking or Breaking to Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> yo. Nah, so uh, like I like that. It was kind time. of the... you seen it,
2: dude. It's called it? Breaking to Electric it's Boogaloo. It's the shit. How right? do you not re- what, so like, like yeah. that's
1: that's like save the community center. That's yeah. that movie compared the Empire
2: Records. See, I respect that. Yeah. You yeah. would dig it just off the score though. I think yeah. you would like the music. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, you have you have, you have better taste in music than I do, so. Of course
1: you would. No, I can't say all that. I just might have more of a more, not, of a more of a more of an open I am different genres here and of telling music you type deal. You know what I mean? I got a very open mind when it comes to
2: music. I like very the synthesizer well, quite a yes. lot, man. That's just kinda, that just that like just crashes the plane right there. But they're not, that's getting off the subject of yeah, 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 effing yeah. wrestling. You know what? And that happens every once in a while. It happens, man. Because it you happens. know, it's great.
1: Yeah. So. Who went first? I don't remember. I think
2: you went first last week. I was going to see if you wanted to go first this week. Okay. Uh, so I have mine, but I would like.
1: <clears throat> you want to start? like, So I got some honorable mentions, of course. Okay. I mean, we'll yeah, mention I, them later. Do you I, want to start with those or do yeah, you I have a few honorable first, mentions then... where I don't
2: have like, the full details that I wanted to yeah, yeah, run? Yeah, but they they I have, I have some honorable mentions, deal, most definitely. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you go ahead, man. So, so these are. Hey, that was a sound effect. There we go. Honorable mentions. Right. So
1: my first, my first honorable mention will be. What you got, <laughs> Bill Alfonso? Okay, you familiar. I
2: know that name. G- the I know that dude.
1: The damn whistle from RVD in the ECW. He was the. the oh, the dude! I'm drawing a blank on this. Guy, honestly, I know he that always name. Always blew a whistle. That it was so damn annoying, but he just. He oh, got over like how to be a heel and, and, and Rob Van Dam. Is yes, that Okay, yes, that's yes, where yes, I know. Right. Okay,
2: I've just seen yeah. the photos of him. I oh know so little of him, but the fucking whistle right, was yeah. just
1: so damn annoying, and he would just drive the opponents crazy and just get in their heads and shit. I loved Bill Alfonso when I got into ECW. All right, so I, that, that's my first honorable
2: mention. Dude, absolutely. Uh, first honorable mention. I have no beat. There we are. That's a little bit better. I'll, I'll say a little bit better. better. I'll that that's, be better. Say that's a redemption. So my first honorable mention will be Paul Ellering.
1: Honorable mention. Okay. Honorable mention. Yeah, Paul yeah, yeah. Rory. did
2: not make my five, but. Mine either. So, yes. So, right he's there, because. On the honorable mention list, for he, sure. He pretty much 100%. is the guy who handled and brought around the Road Warriors. Right. The great, I mean, we already agreed. When in our episode, if you haven't mm-hmm. listened to you should listen to it. It's our first. In our tag team episode, yep. the Road Warriors are with, were both our favorite <clears> team. Right. So, for right. that alone. Hell yeah. I mean, and just like the fact he would ride the motorcycle with him, he had the he had the dummy that would come in with him. He would just have those. We are here for the end of days with the with the papers, and I really just dug that. But what it really made me um, fall form is just a great manager. Again, NXT is just that right. federation. I think you can go back and from like 2015 to about the start of 2017 had just some great television and yeah. great wrestling yeah. from just great their wrestling. weekly series to their takeovers. Mm-hmm. The uh, introduction to characters, to building of characters, to just development and arcs are perfect. The title changes are amazing to watch. The rise and falls of teams. Yeah. And this is before they went to the main roster. And right. God, just...
1: And just saying. I mean, they were... You could just see how much they were
2: stars, you, know?
1: you could And just tell. You had, and you how could much just fun it
2: seemed yeah. down there. on it Just it was smaller arenas, smaller houses. So it just seemed like every pop was louder. Every every hit was harder every moment <clears throat> of glory was was mm-hmm. celebrated more and now it just kind of seems a little bit of that is lost and, and the talent's yeah. still there and they're still putting on incredible matches it Definitely. just seems a little bit I, I don't know like like it's been there's a shine to it now and yeah. it's been polished up it's like it's <clears throat> when you really like something and then everyone starts liking something it becomes popular and you're like you're going, um and, and that's just me being a dick it I, is because I love that. NXT. Dude, NXT. I'm not NXT saying NXT is. NXT it. it's, it's
1: great. Just, I mean, I'm. I just love NXT. It's not all. It's, it's not a lot of crazy hot spots and all that shit. I wish I love. I like hot spots here and you there. Love you love know AEW. I, mean?
2: I love AEW. You love New Japan. I love
1: AEW for sure. You I haven't. What? I haven't seen enough New Japan. to lo- Yeah, I do love New Japan. Um, look at that dude. Beautiful. Look at that guy.
2: Oh, people! Right now, it is. <clears> it is. Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> And I think that was Jushin Thunder Liger. Yep. Which is always neat. That guy just retired. He has one of the longest careers, man. It's neat.
1: That's amazing. So, So, yeah. Honorable mention. One more honorable mention. One more honorable mention, I'll go two more honorable mentions. Okay. All right. So, J.J. Dillon. Okay. He didn't make my list. He didn't make my top five just because, yes, he was the head of the greatest faction in wrestling history. The manager of the greatest faction in wrestling history.
2: All right. He,
1: they didn't need him. He was not needed at all. No, at all. He always played second fiddle to Ric Flair, in my opinion.
2: I mean,
1: everyone does. Um, so yeah, good, I point. Mean, who, who good point. I mean, he does not play him. second fiddle. They didn't need him.
2: There is only like maybe a handful, maybe one other man whose name I won't mention. Is it, it possible later? Who, yeah. who, you know, he he didn't he didn't burn up in the glow of of the sun that is Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. He was just able to bask in it equally. Okay. Okay. and we'll go into that a little bit later um, so is that that's your honorable mention? I'm do my honorable mentions he did not make my list but I think right. you know he's he's a prevalent role in wrestling if mm-hmm. you, whenever you get into it uh, WWF and WCW he actually wrote interesting enough a lot of the entrance music. It's the mouth of the South Jimmy Hart okay did not make my five. Um, right. He's a neat character he's always fun. Loud, exuberant jackets, the the megaphone, yeah, baby, that hair, that the punk,
1: just the just, name alone, the mouth of the yeah, south, south is Jimmy great, Hart, that's a great. Name. Uh, it was always a, great heel,
2: name always a heel, always a heel uh, except manager, for, except, for, except Hulk Hogan. for Hulk Hogan, yeah. And I always thought that was weird. Like you'd have moments where he would like walk out with the heels and then turn mm-hmm. his jacket inside out and then his Hulk Hogan, he would walk out with them, and it was just this. Okay, so you're like the personal good manager for this guy, but you're just bad all the way yeah. around,
1: right? Neat. But But when he would use the mega, when The mega, the megaphone oh, was a big but also voice bit.
2: alone Yeah, yeah maybe It's But about also so the hit, he more. would use
1: it in the matches You know what I mean And yeah. get some wins and all that shit I mean he Oh yeah,
2: I mean that's how We'll see if he made won. my
1: list We'll see if he Ooh, made I'm excited we we'll see And but I mean just He was a Alright so look Look let's do this
2: oh right, no more honorable mentions We're not going to go into it Is this it? Is it war? is it right, let's just go right into it and my
1: number five Oops. is Jimmy Hart okay cool I respect that <laughs> yeah let's just go into he that. was the mouth of Rory the south. Jimmy yeah, Hart dude, he was a great you manager I mean? for he it was... uh,
2: his nasty boys run is one of the things I'm yeah, really yeah. proud uh, really of remember. Was great,
1: but my favorite is the Hart Foundation oh yeah when he was with the Hart Foundation yeah. that shit was just great when the Hart Foundation was real heel and they would do heel shit yeah and Jimmy Hart would take over and do some heel shit too See, that, that was my shit. That's one I of my favorite things
2: about day. wrestling. And because I grew when I was growing up, I watched a lot of it from VHSs, watching pay per view events yeah. from Coliseum home videos. Mm-hmm. And I would just go to my local video store, which was video one that had this great deal of five movies for five days for five dollars. And I would just rent five wrestling videos. Nothing wrong with that. But I was so young, I didn't quite get what a timeline or continuity or what years meant or anything. Mm. So I was just kind of watching things out of order. So sometimes I didn't quite wrap my brain around. Well, wait, why is Shawn then, Michaels well, world champion right now, right. but I just watched this other video at a later date? And in my head, <clears> going, oh, no, no, I watched this one. I watched WrestleMania 12 last week. Now I'm going to watch WrestleMania 6. Not really getting... Not get, they're they're yeah, not right. like following one another well. Right. Just to go, wait, why is he attacking with Scotty Marty Jannetty? Why is he... <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Hart, dude. Yeah, Jimmy oh, Hart. That's my number
1: five. And what's crazy is I had him slash with somebody else. Oh
2: yeah. Oh, is this a tie? Is this this a tie? (sighs) No, just not. not, Okay, not our first official tie. No, I'm looking forward to that ever happens.
1: It's I want to, but no, I'll put him at number five and a half. Five and a half. (laughs) He was going to be my next honorable mention.
2: Okay. But I'm not going to go
1: there because just go ahead with your number five.
2: Oh, my number five. Um, So my number five, I kind of just. Uh, so my number five, I kind of just went with a uh, simple one. He's kind of, I think, recently g- got a release from the WWE. Hmm. But um, hmm. He's, uh, he's a really pre- prevalent uh, personality. It's Mr. Paul Heyman. Number five? Number five. I, okay. Well, my, 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 it's a we'll throwing see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Paul Heyman, he's, he's a manager from Brock Lesnar, the Beast. I mean, I'm not... Brock Lesnar is a character I've raged against for a few years just because, you know, if he wants to work, a while, yeah. he'll work. His match with AJ Styles, his yeah. stuff with Roman Reigns, his mm-hmm. stuff with Seth Rollins, when he wants to... Oh, when he
1: wants to go, he'll go. He'll, he'll, he'll work. He'll, he'll go. get the all tomato-faced
2: and, and work. Yeah. When he doesn't want to, <clears throat> it's suplex F5, F5, 1, 2, 3. I'm going home.
1: But shit, that's Vince's fault, man. Vince, it's Vince's I would fault. sign that contract too does. if I was Who wouldn't?
2: Me. Who would not take and that?
1: And that's what t- it took me I a while to get into Brock. Because of that. I didn't yeah. understand it at first. Like, this dude... You know what really killed me with Brock? This dude has a contract that he doesn't have to do all this shit. So, he's doing what his contract says. When Brock shit, finally got cool out man. of
2: the world title picture and he won the money in the bank. Yeah. And he, would and come he started out coming out dancing and, shit. and I just kind of went, you know what? <laughs> you know what, Brock? Yeah. I take back half the negative things I ever said about him. Right. Because...
1: You're doing he was character stuff. He was having fun, and yeah. it's so
2: weird that like the smallest thing out of him was enough to do character stuff. So <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be off subject because yeah. Paul Heyman is actually the mouthpiece. I mean, I don't 100%. ever think Brock Lesnar speaks 100%. all too much, nah, he and you just come him out and like going, I, am, I, yeah, no, and you haven't just talk. come out and sells him every time of like the reigning, defending, conquering the beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar. I am the advocate. Mm-hmm. for Brock Lesnar. And he's oh. done this for like multiple characters. Like he tried to do this with Cesaro it didn't mm-hmm. take off. He was... um,
1: That's just, unfortunate because
2: Cesaro is like... Shit. He just... That's a whole other... Co- <coughs> oh, that's a fun episode. We'll talk about that. That's a teaser, folks. A brilliant idea just occurred right as you're listening. Isn't that neat? Isn't you that be like... Don't you, you, know you feel like a part of that? I'm not going to mention it. Well, I'm, I'm not, I want, I'm, It's a surprise. I'm going to tell you more now. Okay. First. Okay. Come on. All right. So uh, Cesaro, CM Punk, and CM Punk, I mean, for someone who has that. as I much of a mouth, they had a good, I think, tight relationship from Chicago and shit like that. Okay. Um, I don't know. We weren't really watching those at that time, but I just know we came out with him. He also was assigned to uh, Curtis Axel, which was like a weird... That's you know,
1: crazy. I wish that would
2: have worked. There's a... St-
1: I wish that would have worked. Just because, man, know, I it, like Mr. Perfect a lot. and I wish that would work. I to feel H- good Curtis Henning.
2: Yeah. Axel Henning. Let him have yeah. his dad's last name and ro- let and ro- him roll with. Look, it. Cody Rhodes rode with Cody Rhodes, and Randy Orton yeah. rolled with Randy Orton, and yeah. Ted DiBiase Junior. was Ted DiBiase Junior. Why did this guy did he not Kurt, like Curtis Henning, Axel anything a- with the last name Henning? But it,
1: it was like a like a, it's a, it's combination, a was combination of his grandfather's, like
2: Curtis, his dad, and then like Axel yeah. is his like his grandfather was like the Ax something. Henning or something like that. So um, I don't have a lot. I just always like Paul Heyman. I loved ECW as well. He founded it. Uh, I, I really think he's a smart mind for the business. I think it's a little dated at yeah. times. Of mm-hmm. his idea for uh, female wrestlers is a little behind the uh, behind the queue. His idea of just trying kind to of building characters off a of mystery and a lot of tax is mm-hmm. kind of relegated to that Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff kind of period, which he was, you know, was ECW was at its height. Right. So, but he
1: also worked. wanted to. He also, which, which is where it's so spoiler. All right, so my number four is Paul Heyman. Okay. So it'll tie our, you know, this yeah. is all tied so, Yeah, this all ties yeah, together. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's not really a reveal list. Right, If we, if right. we hit the same one, I think we just yeah, kind of we'll like, just, hey, just hit the information. Exactly.
1: So uh, for everything, for every reason you said, but I just, I love the dude on the microphone. Dude, he's brilliant. Love the dude. I Love hearing him talk.
2: I mean, he, he just comes off <clears throat> as that crime boss's attorney. Yeah.
1: Just the, that sleeve, that new, <laughs> that, that up north, that northern dude, but, but with his Brev nose in the air. You know what cowboy. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Look, but he's I've, the I've, best I've, shit I'm hawker. a
2: messenger. Right, you're not gonna like a single word I have to say. He's the yeah. definition of don't shoot, don't the, shoot messenger, the messenger, yeah. which is why when Samoa Joe shot the messenger in that <laughs> one RAW, and he just kind <laughs> of like corners him. But Samoa Joe is such this neat Samoan submission machine badass. That he just trying to slowly walks this mm-hmm. this portly. But he's defenseless, the yeah. loud and blowhard into a corner and just puts his hand on his shoulder in this very intimidating <sighs> way and just looks him in the eyes and goes, okay, look, here's that's when I go down. I'm going to choke you out. It's, it's going to yeah. be fine, though. Right. And Paul Heyman sold it. He's, he was able to get in there and take it. And yeah. with his history with ECW, he founded his own company but, and yeah, kept yeah, it yeah. going.
1: Definitely. And he was the shit. That was... ECW was the shit. And yeah. A little bit... I wanted to give him a little bit of credit for that. You know what I mean? Also, but... but in WCW I'll never forget he had a wrestling Poly match Paulie Dangerously had a wrestling match with Jim Cornette
2: and if God I bet that wasn't good did he
1: and I think they had to strip each other or the stipulation was the loser had to, yeah, that sounds had about to take right. the pants yeah. off or something like that you humiliating know I mean? you
2: know, it was that's great,
1: awesome. yo, it was great. Like I, I remember that from that's a childhood wrestling. So, but yeah so Paul was my number four
2: um, it's funny you go into um, Jim Cornette Mm-hmm. He's my number. He is my uh, my number four. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because I have a strong list, man. I had to get him up wow. there. Wow. Number know, four. All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. For, for all things like Jim Cornette is he's like the greatest manager in wrestling history. One of the all-time greatest heel managers <laughs> in ever to get it, to history. ever, like, and he has the most brilliant mind for the oh, business. God. It's outdated. A little and outdated. It's he hasn't changed, changed with the times. He but has not changed yeah, with the times. But um, wow! I mean, I'm gonna leave you to list all the Tad teams he's he's managed. I mean, and I don't list
1: that, them all. Just that I mean, there was Yoko Zunin
2: and Owen Hart. There's the yeah. British Bulldog up there, and the Tad team champions. I mean, he, had he, was, at,
1: that was, he had Camp Cornette then.
2: Camp Cornette. Yeah. I love it when a heel <laughs> manager goes, "This is my faction. Yeah, this is my group. I'm the representative for everybody here." Um, and Jim Cornett was just one of those best, but it but it, but it's his voice, man. He just mm-hmm. has this high pitched southern voice and gets really angry at everybody. Mm-hmm. And and he, I, would I, cuss to,
1: he would cuss a fan out
2: I heart, have man. no idea. Man, he he would make a drill sergeant blush. Yeah. With with the <laughs> rants and raves yeah. he goes on. I mean it is just pure fire beautiful. and beautiful check his how... podcast out yeah listen to that like man. the
1: Cornette Experience I think it's I called think, or... yeah, I think so please don't I'm, if that's I'm not might... it we're sorry, yeah, sorry but, but if Jim Cornette, Cornette wants to just... call, out,
2: call us and yell at us please I'll take it yeah, yeah. Yeah, just
1: search Jim Cornette Podcast matter of fact tell him we, not,
2: we got the name wrong and make it right. right. that's just yeah. cool definitely but no I totally agree he would come out in that red jacket always had the tennis racket smack people and just him getting hit with it was the sell man he was so good Beautiful mind for the business. What was the tag team he managed for the longest?
1: Midnight Express. That's right. They were my number three tag team, I believe. I believe so, yeah. Yes. Yes. Loved Midnight Express and Jim Queen. No,
2: dude. Absolutely.
1: Just um I'll I'll never mind. No, no, no. All right. So that that was your number four. That was your number four. So my number three now, Paul Bear. Paul Bear is my number three.
2: Spoiler! He's my number three, too. Oh, ah! nice. I knew we were going to sync up at some point. Nice, nice, I nice. I knew we were going to do that.
1: That's perfect. That's beautiful. He's um, my number three as well. I mean, come on. The, the he, Undertaker. I
2: mean, The is okay. the greatest gimmick character yeah. ever, and he's given the greatest gimmick manager ever. Paul Bearer. Bear. A play on Paul Bear, He's, a mort- he's the he's Undertaker's great. mortician. Right. It...
1: Oh, oh my God! I used to love that.
2: Oh uh, man! And doing some research was really—he um—he uh, got into the game in like '79 as a manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he managed. Uh, his name as a manager was beautiful. It was Percy <laughs> Pringle III, Third. <laughs> and this was actually in research. I didn't know this. do uh, You know, he managed at that time a wrestler who went by the name of Buzz Sawyer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know Ooh. who Buzz Sawyer was? Who's that? Uh, Mark uh, Mark Caroway, Caroway, Callaway. Calloway, baby. Calloway's The Undertaker. So he was managing The Undertaker before they ever got.
1: I want to say, I heard, if I'm, oh, please be remembering this correct. I want to say Undertaker was, before he got signed by anybody, I want to say it was Paul that found him. Back Maybe. then as Mark. And uh, Mark Callow- yeah, He Callow- was just uh, a mean looking ginger sitting out in front of the place, just trying to get a shot, trying to get yeah. a shot, trying to get. And I think, damn, I hope I'm remembering the script, but I want to say it was Paul that convinced them to give him a shot.
2: But before that, he actually got out of the wrestling game for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, from like, he stopped at 79 okay. and didn't get back in until 89. Okay. And in that decade, do you know what he did? What's that? He was a mortician. Like for real, for real. Like for real. This guy who played a mortician became Mm -hmm. a mortician. That's and then and and then became the Paul Bearer character with the with uh, with Mark Calloway (laughs) in WWE uh, Callaway in WWE and um, at Survivor Series '91. for their first their first real appearance. '91, '92. um, At the Survivor Series, man, like those early '90s for the for WWE was incredible. And he had his own little segment on the on on uh, WWF programming as well called The uh, the Funeral Parlor. Wow. Where they would have wow, these little segments where... That's taking me back. Oh, I, that's I good What happened? That was... That is good shit. Things. Things that happened mm-hmm. on this show where they tried to embalm people. <laughs> Evil things. <laughs> they tried to embalm The Ultimate Warrior. That was it. Okay, okay. And I went, okay. you know what, this is what I like about wrestling because...
1: Captain Jack, sorry, sorry, I did the bang bang.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, they had a he had the him and the Undertaker turned face in '92 mm-hmm. when they protect uh, Randy Savage from his then partner and evil jake this Nate Roberts, oh, Roberts, wow. um, at the wedding. Damien, and then what a really cool thing at SummerSlam '96, you actually have Paul Bearer turn heel on Undertaker against Mankind mm-hmm. at the uh, Boiler Room Raw uh, uh-huh. when he actually took the power of the Earth. So broke my heart. Dude, that was a sad moment. Broke you, my heart. Because I remember he has he has him he has Undertaker, uh, Undertaker. has mankind beat, and he's like reaching. He's up reaching for, it. for the urn, oh. and like, he doesn't give it to him. Broke Paul Bear just holds on to this urn, and now the Undertaker character. We'll get into this when we actually talk about him. But he gets his power from this urn full of some magic, of maybe course. the ashes of his parents. We don't really we know because yeah. the Undertaker is an undead zombie necromancer warlord. I don't really yeah. know from parts unknown. From parts no, he's from, from Death, Death Valley. Valley. Death Valley. Which is still like <laughs> still, that's an yeah. evil sounding place. Definitely, you know what? On the games, Death Valley pops up a miscellaneous. So you know what? That's good. It shit. count. It counts as parts unknown. One hundred percent. Um, so that was just one of those heartbreaking it's moments. Like and called, he would be yeah. the manager for Mankind Invader, the Executioner, all through that time. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I remember one of the, th- and then Tank Out, he brought in Kane. Yes
1: yes yes yes, uh, yes when yes. he would come
2: back and he dropped a, so he 97-ish 97 down. 97-98 so 97 yeah. is when they first brought in Kane and Kane was uh, seen as the Undertaker's long lost brother who died yeah. in a house fire right and it's weird because I remember Paul Barrett coming back and he initially had like, ghost white face paint mm-hmm. dark dark black circles under his eyes and like shoe polished black hair yeah. And then when he comes back, he's like fair skinned and, and ginger. <laughs> and I just of go, okay. You start just putting the reality of things together. But, you know, his manager's Kane was great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, because that was a real threat. Oh, it was that like was, a real a, good oh, balance for both of them.
1: That was and like the first real threat for the Undertaker.
2: And then it turned out that Paul Bearer was Kane's illegitimate father <laughs> in this whole story of like uh, of getting at the Undertaker, the, and, the brothers of destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know before I think it wrapped up his American badass gimmick, the Undertaker, who went on this. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, this Me period of time where he would ride right, right, uh Harley Davidson, which is which is cool, right. and just be like, "I'm an I'm an MMA fighter. I'm tough. I'm, American I'm, badass. The, I'm an American badass. Like not just be an undead knight like, ghoul. Just, oh, Come on. Oh, so right before he went back to that, he had a match with the Dudley boys at the 04 WWE Great American Bash mm-hmm. in a handicap match. Where um Damn. if he lost, Paul Bearer would be would be sealed in cement. Okay. And Undertaker won, and he he walked over to let under uh, Paul Bearer out, but instead of, instead of letting him out, he covers him <laughs> with cement. Mm. it's weird. Wrestling is shit. uh But no, his final appearance uh, before his unf- uh, his death, unfortunately, was actually a Raw where he had a segment with. With uh, Kane in 2012. Hmm. And it's funny because it's this segment where it's Kane versus Randy Orton's the entire program. Okay. Uh, can't uh, Randy Orton is doing the whole uh, legend killer? I'm gonna attack everyone you know. If they're old, old, I'm really gonna hurt them. Right? He's like he likes beating up old people. You know, you really look <laughs> yeah. at Randy Orton's career, and it is a whole bunch of I'm gonna beat up old <laughs> He's folks. So
1: fucking good at it though, yo. Yeah, you know, so when you're good He's at something, you know, it right just make,
2: it, make a t- make make a town out of it. Shit, he has. can beat is, the shit out of an old person. He'll be in the hall really? Well. Oh yeah, for sure. He oh yeah, most definitely. He's good as fuck. So uh, he attacked Randy Orton. So Kane, our. Um, Randy Orton attacks Paul Bear. Yeah. Kane saves Paul Bear. Mm-hmm. And Kane's actually wheeling him away in a wheelchair. And he just takes him into this, like, freeze room going, I saved you for me. And it's this whole thing, like, oh, full circle, this guy's going to kill him. And it was the last appearance, so it kind of felt like, hey, you brought in this monster, and then you kind of, like, unleashed it, and you couldn't quite control the Kane character. Yeah, yeah, And I kind of really like that. It's, so, like, unfortunately, <clears throat> and I think he made some smaller appearances with the Undertaker afterwards, actually. Probably. Um, Probably. But I think that was one of his, like, last official appearances that wasn't like a special like hey Paul's in attendance with him. Okay. Uh so yeah for a lot of those reasons and just being one of the first like real gimmick E uh managers to get over he's, he's creepy. Creepy. He That the guy shit.
0: Guy yeah. voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, with Nugged. the
2: power of the
1: earth. Yeah. He was great. No nah, he was the yeah. shit. He was the shit.
2: Yeah so all those reasons I make uh Paul Berman my, my third spot. And he's your third spot. He's my third too. And I think it's I always like it when we uh yeah, when yeah, we yeah. up.
1: When we sync up and have the same ones, that's not bad at all. Yeah. All right, so. <clears throat> this is where, for a little while, I struggled with my one and two. But, I just sat back and realized, it's not a struggle. My you. number one is the greatest manager of all time. I've said it we're before. We're number one so, yet? No, we're not number two. No, 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 no. We're on number two. I got you. Okay. So, my number okay. two... Is Bobby the Brain Heenan?
2: Oh, number two. Yes, number two.
1: The Heenan family. I mean okay. there's, there's so many. I mean, there's, there's okay. so many.
2: So, so I actually have the Brain as number one. Okay. Because Heenan family, he's just the great commentator. Every like, Rip Flair, ninety, him as the <clears throat> commentator soon the a commentator with Raw Monsoon at the Royal But this is the managers Rumble. list. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But but like,
1: you're bringing up the commentator
2: because he did it all, right? Okay. Because. So he would even manage from the commentator because he played the heel up every time.
1: Definitely, he was all he was the heel. I mean, you just say for yeah, for like, sure.
2: heel commentator, and even like, yeah, yeah, would no, take for sure. out of that. But for just sure, the sheer fact his commentator, were, he was even the manager and ran the Heenan family as the commentator in '92 for the Royal Rumble. So yeah. when he's actually talking <clears> for Ric Flair, who comes in at number three and lasts an hour and wins the whole thing to become yeah. a WWF World Heavyweight Champion, That's a great he's around. rooting. Like, so when you actually hear, "This isn't fair to Ric Flair," how is this fair to Ric Flair? Yeah. Yes. It's it's a manager talking, so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going, I'm going to loop in his entire career into this, okay? Because he was always that perfect. His personality moved jobs,
0: right?
1: So let me go. So he's yeah. my number two, my number two. Yeah. So <clears throat> I mean, just the names alone that he's, and it goes back from his uh, NWA days, AWA days. I mean, Black Jack Mulligan, just some oh, yeah. of the names. Nick Bakewell, Austin Wonderful. Idol. <clears> then <throat> WWA, uh, I don't know what that is, but Jimmy and jo- Johnny Valiant yeah. he managed those.
2: King Kong Bundy.
1: WWF days: Adrian Adonis, the Barbarian, Big John Studd, Andre the Giant, the yeah. Brainbusters, Busters,
2: Rick Rude,
1: Rick motherfucking Rude, baby. Paul Orndorff, Mister Perfect. You know what I mean? It goes on
2: and on. Oh, Andre the Giant, Rick Flair, <clears throat> Mister Perfect, Harley Race. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. uh Playboy, the Buddy Rose, the, the Islanders. Islanders. I mean, he, I mean, if you were a heel, you were in the Heenan family. Yeah. I think One Man Gang was even there for a bit. Wow, wow, the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, you know the you Colossal
1: know, the, Connection, which was Andre and Haku.
2: That's actually one of the. That's I actually have that down as a reference to make because they have a match at WrestleMania Six, which okay. is a really cool one, and it's, yeah. they come in as champions, mm-hmm. and it's them versus Demolition, okay. uh, Smash and Axe, and Demolition. If, if uh, for those listening are a <laughs> WWF. Not rip, rip off. World. They're they're a rip off. They, it's one of those weird things. They were, they were of, how a rip off. They were, yeah. they were a take on the Road Warriors. Right. They wear face paint. They come in wearing like leather studs and masks. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are there to look that gimmick, but in their own right, they're just as good a team. Yeah. Uh, up until recently, until New Day, they were the longest reigning tag team champions in the company. Right. And fucking New Day. I think they're still. They, I think they're still working too. No way. I want to say, really? I wow, to say, up awesome. until the last couple of years, they're still doing these shows. So... Oh, vote for them. That's amazing. For of applause that's That's good tonight. shit, man. That's but cool as hell. But it's, it's WrestleMania 6. It's Colossal Connection. Andre the Giant and mm-hmm. Haku versus uh, Demolition. Demolition. Demolition wins. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan starts to chastise Andre the Giant. Mm. And starts chastising. You know, and Haku gets in his face. And Andre doesn't like that. Heenan <laughs> slaps Andre the Giant. So... Giant grabs him and start shaking him, and mm-hmm. Haku tries to stop it. And Haku gets hit by Andre the Giant, and right. it's hot. It's Andre the Giant's big face turn. Face in turn. The WWE RF at the time, so I thought that was a neat dimension.
1: Right, Andre's overrated. Anyway,
2: <clears throat> dude, that's a whole other conversation. You understand the territory days, though. I mean, think about someone like that coming in. I know. One, yeah, he's I mean, an attraction. Move,
1: he's an his, attraction.
2: I mean, tell you, you on, know. any big guy, Ron Strowman would be an amazing wrestler if we were back in the territory days. Yeah, get. Get him oh, no, no. Place. What I just said, though, is true. If we were back in the territory days and he could go around to different areas and build his character correct. up and like go, hey, I'm going to come in and I'm going to smash your lower guys and I'm going to beat yeah. your, your hero and take Hell the yeah. belt. And then over a number of months, your hero can get a win and, and beat me for the title. And then I move on to somewhere I'm, else. Yeah. But we have like few companies in the internet that kind of destroys mm-hmm. that big man gimmick. It's an evolution of the business that won't move forward. Right. And Andre the Giant is just the, he's a, he's the a, creation of that. He's, he's sh- a spectacle. He's he's a wonder of the world. By the time, by the time he. He loved North Carolina. Damn it.
1: Okay. If um, by the time I got into WWF, seeing Andre, I mean, it just wasn't like it's your
2: big ass. You can't do nothing. I think by the time we got into wrestling, he was <laughs> dead. So yeah.
1: No, 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 no. Not me. Not you. you yeah. You me, I mean? me. me. I was watching yeah, in the eighties, eighties no. and nineties and shit. No, so like, nah, I mean. Mm-hmm. I just didn't It was nothing there He was big I just uh, Whatever I
2: like the spectacle
1: Yeah I get it so, um, I get I, it I know I, I feel you yeah, though. I feel it. For
2: sure um, So Hina though He is a member <clears throat> So yeah um, He
1: was my number two.
2: Uh, oh man I really So you don't want to mention So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on his commentating For a bit Does his team With Gorilla Monsoon Always produce gold Good shit Like those guys Were back and forth All not, the way around I can't around. argue that um, I found this out Then in just doing Some research Bobby the Rain Heenan came over to WCW in '94, after um, to replace Jesse Ventura.
1: Mm, okay,
2: and I think that I think that's such one of those really neat what ifs. Of going, oh really? man, they're both similar wow. personalities. Wow. Ones they're both heelish in that way. Oh, yeah. um, I didn't know that Bobby Heenan was a wrestler. He Did actually got either. in the ring. Yeah, he uh, he wrestled under the name Pretty Boy Bobby Heenan from '61 to '79.
1: Didn't know that either.
2: Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and also, so he has a and his dude. His commentating is so great. So he was on the desk in the 1996 Bash at the Beach. Mm. 96 Bash at the mm. Beach from hoden turn heel. You had the Outsiders mm-hmm. like the NWO formed. Yeah. Yeah. So Bobby Heenan's on the desk as a heel. He's a heel commentator. These guys are the heels. Yeah. So you know what he starts doing. I was right about Hogan from the start. Oh. Ever since the AWA and NWA days when I said this guy was a phony and this guy was a fake, I was right. Everyone should have listened to me. Just I'm Bobby the Brain, Heenan. Yeah. And just to be able to go and go, I'm bad. You're bad, but you still suck even. <laughs> That's so amazing, chance. man. Uh, I love that I love that rant. Again, his Rumble Royal Rumble 92 is just Probably the best one to go watch. Like, please, if you have the network or have the ability, go watch Ninety Two Rumble. But he and on the desk with that is just great. Yeah, he worked well with everyone you pay- he did. paired him with. He there. did, man. Gorilla Monsoon, Mike Tanay, Vince McMahon, wow. uh, Tony Schiavone. Tenet. Tony, Tenet. Tony Tenet. Schiavone is one of my favorite people on a he wrestling right. desk. He and right. so there's a uh WCW sh- uh, Saturday Night show. <laughs> I just want to reference this one because <laughs> this is one of my favorite Bobby the Brain Heathen stories. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't find out who he was, find who he was wrestling, but it's, it's a Hatsaw Jim Duggan match. And for those, Hatsaw Jim Duggan is all about USA, but he's, he plays like someone who's had a few, like, head injuries. Yes. He's pretty dumb. Yes. In an endearing way. Right, right, right. In that Lenny from Mice and Men kind of way, he's, he's kind of dumb. <laughs> yes. Um, And there's this fit but he's also played um, collegiate football. He was like some, I don't know what school he went yeah. to. But uh, Tony Schiavone goes. You can't say that about him, Bobby. He he he's a college edu- he's a college educated boy. This is early in the match, and from that point on, for the rest of the match is <clears throat> just Bobby the Brain Heenan laughing. Wow. And he's just ha ah! ah! ha college. Ah. Yeah. It's just funny, funny stuff.
1: Yeah. Got you. That's. No, I mean I get it. And By just I mean, being able to play a
2: whole match that way, it just yeah. kind of plays into his character as a manager, move right. all the way around. It's like who he was, through and through, was this heel. Yeah, this intelligent heel. Nothing wrong with
1: that at all. No, mm. Nothing wrong with that at all. So that so that was my
2: number one. So Heena was my number, one. Was number we, one. He was he your was number two. Number we were two. just talking about that. So so your number
1: two was Cornette. No, number, no, 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 no 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 no
2: no 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 Cornette was my number three. My number two. Did you mention your number two? I'm not. Does your number two was my number one? So I just went ahead and just got on the subject of my number one. Okay. So we jumped. All right. So do you want my number two now?
1: Go go for it. Do you
2: want to who? Uh, you just want to kind of talk about one of my favorite current managers? This, yeah. Because this is a current manager. Okay. It's Arne Anderson with Cody. Because he does what a manager... Based off what he's
1: done now? Based off what he's done in AEW? Yeah, based off
2: what he's done now. I mean also That's your
1: favorite manager of of that's your second favorite manager of all time because of what he's done in AEW?
2: Oh, he was also the manager for the four horsemen. Okay. Oh yeah. Does that not get him any credit? When he got injured, when he had to retire from his injuries, and he stayed on, and he actually let Kurt Haney be his replacement as the new enforcer, right, right? And he actually vouched for people, and he would scout like new people to be Horsemen, like how he, he scouted, you know, how he scouted uh, Mamango, he right. scouted Kurt Henning, he <clears throat> scouted Chris Benoit, he scouted Dima Linko. Yeah, he's a great manager. And then you throw in what he's doing now with Cody, where he's actually a coach. Mm-hmm. and he's not there to like shout and praise and distract he's sitting there like watching the other competitor yeah. he's giving cody like sound advice of going hey come here he's playing like the uh, the mickey role in rocky where he's honestly going go for the legs work his arm <clears throat> you see this idea of like i'm here to be your manager man and that means yeah. i'm gonna make you win and it's not this because oh i want to make all the money off of you because we're gonna make all the money it's no dude you're a great competitor mm-hmm. you could be a brilliant competitor you know your dad's Dusty Rhodes. You have a lot to overcome before you ever be people even consider you a good wrestler. Yeah. And I think you get a lot of that out of him. And okay. you're soon going to probably see him team up with Tully Blanchard to, to manage like a new horseman. I'm or FTR. See. see where Just, we go with that. Um, that's
1: going to be interesting.
2: Again, one of my favorite things that Arn did, though, was there's one segment he had. It's one of the TNT Open Challenge matches that mm-hmm. Cody had with Sonny Kiss. Mm-hmm and in that um, Cody was clearly arrogant during it he would like knock him down and do push ups and that like yeah. got that yeah. arm irritated he was mad as hell. and in the segment afterwards he went you know this is no offense to Sonny Kiss but that match should have been over in five minutes mm-hmm. why wasn't it you're yeah. supposed to be this champion you're supposed to be this great wrestler no offense to that wrestler but your opponent that match shouldn't have gone on that long. And it's instead of like being his like voice of, I'm going to feed your ego. It's He's sitting not his yes, man. It's not his yes, yes, man. He's sitting there, you can yeah. be better. Right. And I really appreciate that. And especially, um, I was going to cover this in honorable mention. I love what AEW does with their veterans, mm-hmm. veterans of wrestling. Just Jake Roberts coming in as a, um, as a manager for Lance Archer. <clears> it's not who I would have put him with, and it's not how I would have wanted him in there. Right. But I really like him in this role. Yeah. I'm quite the fan. My of, thing
1: with it all, man, with that, I mean, are they going to bring back a fucking legend for every damn body? They have so many legends in there now. There's I so mean, many,
2: there, but there's so many wrestlers of eight. I, I mean, mean, yeah. But, but name but, me a better but part, damn, Name me someone I mean? better to bring in as, like, a manager, though. I'm not saying that.
1: But damn, how many. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean,
2: but yeah, how many people need managers right. in general it's a though? Lot. And they like, a but lot. they have val- but then uh yeah, no, there's valets which also are managers in a way. Uh you mm-hmm. had Butcher and Blake that came out with the bunny.
1: Which is stupid. Where the hell did she like she just stopped I really managing? Well I think that's a same. long
2: game though. Because it's you're just seeing weird, that like they just, it's, called the, it's called the long story, Jr. Not what it it's it's is, not is, done like in just... an episode or a week. It's actually told See, it's like New Japan, man, they tell a story of a couple of years. If it's one of those things where she's infiltrating, like QT Marshall, I think it could be there. It's, but what
1: the fuck is she... <laughs> what the hell is Q... What kind of threat is QT Marshall?
2: No, but it's not a mess in the major what stories What kind of threat up. is
1: Dustin Rhodes? So what the fuck is she doing over there? Like that? It so just, what man, it's just over there. It doesn't need to be
2: It doesn't need to be the main story. It just needs to be as a, a... It just makes
1: no sense to me. But, okay. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a main for, story.
2: Like, for like a C-level story, I'm A-okay with it. And, then, and these are all C-level players. Weird, like... Is is Dustin Rose ever gonna be world champion of AEW? No. No. Could he be TV champion? Possibly.
1: But but they just man they they, they I'm had, not saying he's gonna win. Cody it now. had to have him a belt.
2: No, why not? Yeah, Cody's on it's the most over. Cody's the most over faces right now. Like yeah, find me a, find me a find me a better face like a legit over face right now. Name me one guy in WWE who's a face like Cody's a face. Name me another face in general I, who, who can bring who brings the level that that Cody does. Yeah, no, I mean. He does. I'm he's not, the, right now. Cody Rhodes is the most. But face.
1: I think people are getting sick of him. Also,
2: yeah, because he also great plays. And I think he knows that he Plays a great heel. He's yeah. going away for months. He's going to work on the show Heels on Stars. Right. So I really think there's this just going to be. I think he's going to come back. And I again, man, I really like what they do over there. Yeah. I like the task came in and it has his own like organization faction. Faction. That's and
1: another thing. There's eighteen factions in AEW. There's little
2: factions though. I mean, I like team, factions. I like factions like, I, like, I like, I like I, it. I think that's the thing, though. You have the right. They just oversaturate
1: everything the high spots, the fucking everything.
2: Well, no, well, it's broken up of like various. You know, you have Cody Rhodes, not to harp on him, but he is just one of those wrestlers I'm really over with right now. I just like yeah. this story from leaving Reno That's what we talked about in our last episode. Um, he does that traditional WCW, logical, long story, bust open. Mm hmm. Scream in the corner of the rain Like really emotional story um, right. he's, def-
1: he, they, he's definitely trying to bring all
2: that back uh, sure. And he has he has Cowboy Adam Page <clears throat> right there To help him along with that Because Adam Page still has that story While still mm-hmm. He doesn't really do a lot of flippy stuff Right uh, But then I love what he calls The Bucks and King Omega style of wrestling Because he calls it Deadpool style Mm-hmm. Which it is very spotty, and it is very much like Mark friendly, and it is very much like, hey, look at the spectacle, what we can do, yeah. and I mean that's just a different style. Like that's why, I like AEW; it reminds me so much of WCW because you see, like, there's this over here, and then there's that over here. There's, there's the mark, later,
1: the later WCW. Yeah, sure. there's this
2: hardcore style. All right, like when they, they brought
1: in the cruiserweights. Basically. Oh yeah,
2: that, that that really sweet period of yeah. WCW before it got bad, in like nine around ninety eight, but mm-hmm. like around 94, 4
1: to 99, 98, 97, 97. Word so, right, up. Yeah. We got, we've gotten way off our we were, managers. We were talk. still on way managers. managers
2: still, it was still on managers. It was just like <laughs> still how I feel about AEW manager. handling managers. Yeah. I like vets coming in. I do too. It I do these too, guys who are retired something to do who cannot take spots.
1: I feel you. I, I'm um, not arguing that point of it. It's just a lot of them. It's just a lot of them. It, That's
2: all. it, it hasn't reached a level. But I of like managers.
1: I, I've always liked managers, especially the heel managers. You know what I mean? I've always liked managers.
2: And if you bring in the smart one, like Jake Roberts as a manager, makes a lot of sense. He was yeah. one of those like cerebral assassins. He's got a great wrestlers. mind. He's a great he's mind. He's kind of going, "Hey, man, I'm navigating. It. Are they handling it right? No, there's <clears> more <throat> things I'd like to see them do with it. But right. uh, I think they're handling Arne Anderson correctly. I think Taz is he's playing like a similar role as uh, MVP. Mm-hmm. In a way, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. doing the uh, the hurt business, yeah. Um, and I and I like that. Task kind of fits that. I'm in a suit. I'm a big, <laughs> I got a big that New York accent. I'm. Right. My, these are my boys. We're gonna bash you. It all it yeah. all works for me.
1: I just um I didn't I I heard this on a uh who's who was talking about this uh Bully Ray on Busted Open. Mm. I would heard it and I didn't think about it until he mentioned it. And then when he mentioned it, it was on my mind every time I saw them. He was saying, "How, why the fuck is Taz always in front of uh, Brian Cage? Always. If you remember, if you notice, going back into the ring, going back when they mm-hmm. would be standing in the ring, you always see Taz's big moon pie-ass face in the camera shot, all close to the camera, and Brian Cage behind him. It. Every single time.
2: It's because it's like the poster from Twins. Yeah, but you know, like, nobody Pat thinks is, like that. Like, <laughs> no, I'm right but here I'm just thinking saying, like that. Th- one and person I... needs to think like that for two people to think like that. Just <laughs> two can get four. Right. It's like the Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because one is really tall and the other is really short.
0: <laughs> I guess. I, 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 that, I guess. That's all I got. I know, I'm reaching I'm...
2: for every straw. Like, the straws are just falling and I'm just trying to right. reach for one right now. Gotcha. That's all I can think of.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I just don't. I don't know. I just. And I agree I mean, with bullying. I, I like what he was saying about. I mean, what, what
2: about? Yeah, give me someone from. That's all good. Uh, with WWE though, so they don't really use <clears> veterans <throat> in that way. They they bring them in to like beat the shit the, out of their new. They talent. bring them in to like, the uh, uh, But what what's some the town. Man- what are some like new managers you're you're dying down for right now? Uh, I love Zelina Vega. Oh, well, Zelina Vega is great.
1: Zelina Vega, I like what she's doing. I like I like the pro. I like I like her a lot.
2: I can't think of a lot of managers right
1: now because there's not really a lot of managers.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, you know what I mean. Like, they don't not... wrestle. Like MVP is like that strange thing of like, all right, you're a like, manager, but you wrestle. So, I don't really, I
1: don't even know if I count MVP as a manager. Yeah, that's the, that's I think the he's thing. the mouthpiece of their group. Yeah, he's like the leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh,
2: so it's that weird thing. We all right, man, it's, you're you're, right. you're a wrestler, you're not a manager. Yeah, yeah. You formed yeah. a faction.
1: Right, right. So I
2: don't. He's like Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho is mm-hmm. not the manager of the inner circle. He's right. the leader of the inner circle. MVP exactly. is the leader of the hurt business. Yeah, but I, yeah, there there's
1: no Jim Cornette or Jimmy Hart's or maybe no, the brain healing. To get back to what we, we were talking about. To get back
2: to a point. I mentioned
1: Jim Cornette just now. He's and great. he's my number one. He's the greatest manager of all time. Yes. I fell in love with Jim Cornette. I don't remember the years, but I was I'm from Asheville, we North Carolina. It. I thought we they did. They came to one. Asheville Civic Center. My dad, you know what I mean, took us there a couple times. I watched Jim Cornette air this woman's ass out in the crowd. He <laughs> cussed her imagine. from uptown Asheville all the way to downtown I, I Asheville.
2: Be, I, I bet he spoke It was so beautiful.
1: He cussed her so much. bad and so loud. While the match is going on. Yeah. Oh,
2: matches oh, absolutely. Going on, of course. I mean, nothing... I mean, this man could like, multitask. Like, and no that, business. that
1: did it for me. Like Seeing him, that did it for me as far as a manager. Was I can't he wearing think that he was wearing, and he was wearing the, a uh, pink I'll never forget. It was the, like... Pink salmon kind of color jacket, <laughs> yeah, with the white tie, red shirt. Not red. It might have been purple. No, 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 no. It was red. Red mm. shirt underneath
2: it. White shoes. Good combo.
1: It was beautiful. It's a lovely combo. It was beautiful, and he cussed her ass out. Then all of the shit he did in the WCW, of course, with the Midnight Express, which is one of the greatest tag teams oh, yeah. of all time. Absolutely beautiful body, eating baby, and um. <clears throat> That's just from the WCW But then we mentioned already The Camp Cornette And all that stuff for the Vader And the British Bulldog, And Hart Everybody in um, WWF Yeah And he was just such an impact Just hearing him on, on the microphone Just during the interviews He just He He brought Always brought the attention To the Midnight Express Who weren't the best wrestlers
2: No I no. mean
1: Bobby Eaton could work Stan Lane could work
2: But, but they, they, were they weren't Sold Exactly. I mean, uh,
1: they were just good as hell and Jim Cornette got well, them over you don't to be the every time. If you
2: can just have like if your gimmick can be sold well enough to people yeah. and you can just kind of carry a match, right. you can get over good. To wrestling. You can exactly. be the top draw. Look at H- Hogan. That <laughs> man can barely I'm not trying to can i barely I'm not do saying he can't. He can't wrestle because I can't I can, wrestle. Yeah, 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 So he can yeah. wrestle. Everything he did He's was just ugly. not like his reputation far exceeds his skill. Let's just put it that way.
1: He brought so many eyes to the problem.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: I will always is, respect is, him is, for that. But he is one of the worst wrestlers in the ring of all time.
2: Absolutely. Can't stand him for that. Absolutely. It's such a boring gimmick. Yeah.
1: Like I have to. I have to respect what he did for the business. I have to. Yeah. I mean, you have to respect that.
2: I mean, yeah. I mean, he is, he's but the figurehead. Damn, he's the biggest. Damn, a leg drop. Man. I mean. <laughs>
1: I I remember being a kid, I remember, like, it being impressed around like, a, a kid, a leg drop. Like he's winning these with a leg drop. It
2: looked cool really. At the time, I guess I don't
1: know. I don't know, man. I just I couldn't. I couldn't. I never was a fan of Hulk Hogan. So
2: so, just real quick. Yeah, recap. Uh, who's your list? Or a recap of my list. Uh, for number five, I had uh, Paul Heyman. Yeah. And for number four, I had Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. For number three. We both had Paul Bearer. Yep, which was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, for number two, I had Arn Anderson, which, when you listen to this, is told out of order because we both agreed on your number, uh, my number one, and your number two, mm-hmm. Bobby the Brain. He was my number one, mm-hmm. and the modern guy who's redefining what wrestling is to me these days is Arn Anderson, the Enforcer, with, a, with still a sick ass buster. It's beautiful. So it's beautiful.
1: The only other. Spine Buster. Well, he he'll have the best one, but Carl Anderson. Shot Carl top, Anderson has, has a great spot buster. <laughs> buster. And uh, so my top, my five was number five was Jimmy Hart, number four Paul Heyman, number three Paul Bear, number two Bobby Heenan, and number one the great Jim Cornette. Good list, Not a bad list. Like I, we had. I respect bad. both lists. Yeah, I kind of question the Arn Anderson one, but a little bit. I get. I understand. I just like Maybe not story. so high. For worse
2: story, or, and I, I don't know. I like, I've, but I get it. It I just makes it. it feel so much more real to me because yeah. of how he. It's still real. To it. me. It's still damn real to me, damn it. Yeah. Um. But no, man, respectable okay. list all the way around. Another, that's a fun another, episode. Another, another right? fine episode right there. Yeah, I want to take a second before we wrap up though, yeah. and do a little in the news of wrestling. Oh, bum bum bum. Um, in the news of wrestling, FN Wrestling would like to send good vibes and well wishes to Karrion Cross who suffered a terrible shoulder separation yeah. at NXT 30 this past weekend in his match. That's unfortunate, Keith Lee. man. It that really is, dude. I've only I've seen so little of this stuff as yeah, uh, Killer Kross in, in I'm Impact, like but it's a solid given. He's like a hitman. He just gives people these yeah. cards and he's like going to mess them up. Uh, his good uh, girlfriend, Scarlett Boudoir, is mm-hmm. st- Little entrance and their entrance is beautiful. top notch. I mean their entrance alone makes him a star Yeah. I and mean, just when she walks to the ring and hands people an hourglass a few mm-hmm. times almost up and just like seats away it's so cool so yeah. unfortunately he was injured uh, he yeah. relinquished the title uh, last night on NXT Yeah. and uh, I know next week we're getting a, a 60 minute long I'm Iron excited. Man match between Johnny Organo, Adam Cole, Finn Balor and Tommaso Ciampa the for the world
1: title uh, that's going to be impressive
2: so it's one of those like it's really <clears throat> unfortunate but four of the best people in the, t- in, the, yeah. in the company are about to go off for the big title right uh, and who do you have who would you like to see win it if you had to pick I one. Finn.
1: I want Finn. Dude,
2: I'm right there with you. I really I like seeing Finn, Finn to come back. And it's like, like a
1: full circle. Like He deserves it. Like from the, he he the, the, the When he went up to the, and got the Universal yeah. for the first time and got hurt, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of, you know. It's, it, and I like that part. I, I like that through, story. To story me,
2: of Finn it. Balor's the best NXT champion there's been. He, he was he was, he was champion Balor when I got into shit. it. He's the one who made that belt popular to me. And for him mm- to come back and do it as that full Prince Devin heel run would be really sick. So I'd be down for that. No,
1: yeah. That's not bad at all. So did... So I'm sorry. No, so no, no. You no, mentioned no. Keith Lee and Killer Cross. WWE, don't fuck Keith Lee. Up. You're, you're trying to fuck him up so bad, man. Save
2: oh, Keith Lee. From what
1: episode? Another. So Keith Lee got called up after the match, which is a mistake. They changed his music.
2: I've read about that.
1: They changed his fucking outfit. It's so bad, yo. It's almost. It's not. It's not Shorty G bad it's not that bad is it but still
2: in your wrestling or has is, it it's it, still in, uh, no, yeah, no no no, no. Got, well, this, got, new,
1: this new shit that they're doing with Keith Lee get the fuck out, out, of out of my, my wrestling. wrestling get out of my wrestling yeah. for sure but Keith Lee tweeted out that it's all slow down it's under control you know what I mean just take your time and they've changed his music I believe for this this okay. weekend's, good, which is fucking weird they have a pay per hey. view a week after yeah, SummerSlam yeah payback
2: weird which really made you go hey man does this this show means nothing like what
1: the hell WWE just I just don't well know Roman Reigns,
2: Reigns is coming back Roman Reigns Roman Reigns is back which is right. cool because man I, it is cool know, I, respect,
1: I, like I respect Roman Reigns he, me and you when we first got big into
2: we were just bashing the shit out of that guy and now it's just kind of like everyone else are going yeah. oh you got sick for real
1: right. but I, man I started to learn to respect his work in the ring Dude, yeah, he's a, a workhorse. He's, he's a, a
2: workhorse. So I'm really excited to see him be a, yeah. be a heel if that's what they're wearing. I hope with he does. I hope he Dude, does. Dude, change so his rain attire. Change the music.
1: Take the damn armor off. Take the damn Take armor off. Armor off. Even if he change leaves, the shield music.
2: Even if he keeps the tactical
1: pants. Fine, just, just lose that. the
2: armor. He really, I've heard rumors that he's the leader of the the Retribution, Retribution. Hmm. which would be neat. Like, if he hmm. forms a faction and he comes back, and it's a whole gimmick of, oh, now that I'm back, you guys are cheering me. Yeah, to hell with right. all of you. To hell with all of this. Right, and if he formed it with um, oh oh Dominic, Dijakovic Djokovic, uh, Mia Yim, uh, mm-hmm. Tomasa Champa as like his lieutenant, <clears throat>
1: it would be cool.
2: I'd be it down be for cool. that. I would just like to see. I don't know
1: if it's gonna. It would be cool, definitely. Yeah, be cool. I don't. I just don't, I don't should, know if. Yeah, I don't, I don't think how
2: it, that will. I mean, if it doesn't work out, whatever. Retribution.
1: But Get the F out of my wrestling.
2: Yeah, it's not, not going... I'm not it. a bit. I'm not the biggest fan of where... Like, what
1: the I'm hell I'm always they, up is, for
2: a, a long run and a, and a surprise, but I just but, sit there uh, going... What is this shit, else? We've seen this before. It's so bad. Like, what the hell? Well, you know, they could book it right. Aces and AIDS for uh, TN, uh, yeah. TNA. Yeah. Bully, r- bully race faction. One of the things they really did was they would expose members. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be really neat—is if they yeah. grabbed one of the members and it's like a surprise twist of who it is. Like, if it was Tomasa Ciampa if it was Johnny Gargano, it's someone you've never seen. i cool with Tommaso Champa. And I,
1: but I just don't want him to be in WWE because they'll fuck him up. Yeah, we we're called up to, to the main roster of
2: WWE. So yeah, right. it's one of those weird discussions of is it is it a, is it a lateral? <clears> is, yeah, is, no. Is, it's it's so, is it so, left I, or right, I, or is it or is it <laughs> is it a step up? Mess
1: you up? Just because I, I even will go back to say I wish Carl Anderson and them would have went down to NXT. I mean, I'm happy for them that they went to Impact and everything, but oh, damn. Oh,
2: dude. No, not even down, man. They never they, they, they <laughs> bypassed all of NXT. Yeah. And it would have been cool for just to go down there because the better brand is NXT. Exactly. I and, mean, but they but yeah, Shout out though, whatever. Shout out. For all out of time. The they will be Raw Tag Team Champions. Maybe I don't remember if they won Smackdown. It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't yeah, matter. yeah, yeah, it
1: doesn't but, matter what anybody says yeah, or whatever. All of for all always time.
2: Always. For this. Wikipedia and everyone on the list <sighs> will have them. them down. As the WWE tag team champions that's for, Raw for and good SmackDown, brothers.
1: good for the good
2: brothers. Good for the good brothers.
1: And uh, speaking of some good brothers, it's good for us. I think, man, that a good episode. You know, I'm proud of us. List. I'm it's always proud list. of us. Good list, and it's so much fun. I mean, it's, it's we so tune in. I mean, it. it. it's know. it's
2: it's something to look forward to in the week. We hope you yeah. look forward to it in I the week. Hope listening, listening to us, to it and then we um, hope you
1: like it for sure. Tell but your it's friends. Just fun to talk about it. Yeah, tell your friends.
2: Tell your friends.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So that's
2: that's episode. Four. 5 4 4 yep yeah. oh just was the mini four. one we did a yeah. the mini episode of
1: SummerSlam. Right. slam <clears throat> and um, had technical difficulties and it didn't air on all of our platforms we just i just was, we were able to just put it on youtube we're, so you can check that we're out we're new YouTube. exactly
2: we're figuring this we're out we're learning this all we're, together y'all this and is and a learning, learning experience for you and us definitely
1: definitely and we'll do it again next week we'll we'll they'll air uh, we'll have a new episode airing friday night next week this episode will air this Friday night everywhere. So
2: tune in. Tune comment, in. Comment. Share.
1: Like. Subscribe. All that good some, stuff.
2: And you know, what? you know what? Go ahead and go treat yourself. Enjoy tune yourself in tune into some FM wrestling. Hey, you know what? JR, I meant to tell you this earlier in the week and I forgot. Yeah. Uh, I follow New Japan Pro Wrestling on YouTube. Okay. They New share J- a yeah. free match every week. Every Sunday, it's a free match. Nice. You know what this Sunday's match was? What's that? Is Tetsu Tetsuya Naito Versus um, Tanahashi. Oh, come on. And it's this amazing high fly so match between two great, great rivals, and it's a world of fun. It's like the debut of Evil. Nice. Nice. And they're fighting over the contract to go see who's going to main event at Wrestle Kingdom. It's a load That's of cool. fun. You can watch it for free. It's 21, 22 minutes. I recommend yeah, that everyone out there go watch some effing, effing wrestling. wrestling.
1: Baby. Thank y'all for listening, we'll see y'all next
2: week. See you next week. We put the F back
0: in wrestling. Elbow drops and lariats from the top, rope, You can't cope. The F and wrestling podcast in the house now—that's dope. starcade and SummerSlam Slam all rolled into one. Drop kick sleeper holds. One, two, three, done. Whole mics like Mean Gene. Gordon Soli, I'm Ricky the Dragon but with that Crockett Trophy, so listen closely as we approach the final hour in an instant, hands raised, crowds face without the time limit, effing wrestling podcast with that ultimate finish, suplex, now you end it, yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the show, let's go.